So we literally built a solution for the pain points for individuals like myself who have sleepless nights because they have a mom at home who might have a chronic condition to provide all the services that you need to take care of somebody who has a chronic condition for a very long time. Welcome back to Startup Health Now. Each week on our show, we bring you interviews with the entrepreneurs and innovators who are reimagining the future of health. I'm Logan Plaster. This episode is part of our monthly Health Moonshot series. Each month, we take one of Startup Health's 12 audacious health goals and highlight founders working to make the impossible a reality. This month, we're talking about the cost zero moonshot, and I'm joined in the virtual studio by my colleague, India Edwards. Hi, Logan. Glad to have you. We're going to introduce you to two companies working to slash the cost of healthcare. India, so it's worth noting that this isn't the reduced cost health moonshot. Reducing healthcare costs is an important and worthy objective, and certainly what our two companies today are doing. But when we talk about reducing cost, it can lead to incremental thinking. The idea with the cost to zero moonshot really was to say we need to think completely differently about health. I've heard it said that if you want to build a car that can go an additional, let's say, 50 miles per gallon of gas, you have to modify the engine, modify the machine. But if you want to travel a thousand miles on a single gallon of gas or use no gas at all, you have to rebuild the car from the ground up. In fact, you have to sort of reimagine what a car is. In health, as we'll discuss today, that means rethinking business models. It means fundamentally changing how we get paid and who does the paying. And it means giving people more care than they ever thought possible, given their income, their economics, and their geographic location. That was the case with this first company that we're profiling today uh, in this episode, Innovarex. So India, how is Innovarex thinking differently about health and the cost of care? So Innovarex Global Health is this conglomerate of healthcare services, including multiple brick and mortar stores, an e-commerce business, a global telemedicine platform, and a mobile clinic called Wellness on Wheels, all formed to become sort of this primary clinical service company in the Gambia, which is a small West African nation with roughly 2.3 million people. The startup was founded by Ishmael Baji, a pharmacist by training who was born in the Gambia before moving to the States to be a pharmacist in North Carolina. At a recent Health Transformers showcase, Ishmael dove deep into his background and why he launched InnovaRx, and I want to share it with you because I think his story is a perfect example of why startups like this are vital to our healthcare system. My family's lived in six different countries around the world as a son of an ambassador. So I think healthcare from day one has always been a picture of the haves and the have-nots. And when on the side of have-nots, my grandmother was one of them who I didn't get a chance to know. She died at the age of 56 from diabetes and hypertension. And her story is not unique to our family. It's the story of the entire continent. Currently, my mom lives with diabetes. Her outcome's a little bit better because she has a son who's a pharmacist in the US. I'm also a hypertensive, so I understand critically how important it is access to quality healthcare. So what we decided to do is find out solutions that we could put across the continent and form the healthcare solutions company in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2015, basically aimed at becoming access equalizers when it comes to healthcare delivery, specifically in Africa. Being that it's an emerging market, a lot of the constraints are important. So what we decided to do was use technology to improve quality of lives. 
So as Ishmael mentioned, he recognizes how critical access to quality healthcare is. Like other parts of West Africa, the Gambia is seeing a population explosion. And according to the UN, Africa has the fastest growing youth population in the world with roughly 60% of its people under 24 years of age. Now a growing youth population has led to a massive rush towards urban living, which has overextended an already taxed healthcare system. To take just one metric of many, there simply aren't enough doctors. And according to Ishmael, for every 10,000 Gambians, there's only one physician. And the life expectancy in the Gambia is around 60 years old. Here he dives deeper into this. Gambia, for example, for every 10,000 Gambians, there's only one physician. So you could imagine how difficult it is for you to have access to preventative care. But interestingly about the market in Sub-Saharan Africa as well too, the counterfeit medication industry is a billion dollar industry that has a lot to do with the entire ecosystem being in the hands of individuals who don't understand the value of quality health care. Another interesting fact from an economic standpoint is Gambia, as small as it is, over $500 million comes from outside the Gambia into the region. So in as much as the market is considered poor, a lot of the wealthy individuals in Africa live abroad, tend to sponsor the care of their loved ones. Most of that money doesn't stay in the continent because you see the numbers in medical tourism. So we literally built a solution for the pain points for individuals like myself who have sleepless nights because they have a mom at home who might have a chronic condition. So we designed the company to, have to be vertically aligned to provide all the services that you need to take care of somebody who has a chronic condition for a very long time. So when asked about the company's subscription care model, Ishmael says, from the outside looking in, it looks like they're doing a little too much. But he says that's why this is so important. If you imagine somebody who lives in the diaspora who basically just wants care that gives them peace of mind, assurance, that's actually what we're selling is assurance. Well, the market is so bare that in order for you to control the quality circle, you have to control all the elements involved. And the best way to describe it is Africa is the point where you could have the best doctor, the best lab, but run into counterfeit medication. So from a healthcare outcome standpoint, the outcome is zero. If you have quality medications brought in from the US, but you have a system that doesn't have the right technology, the outcome is zero. So vertical integration is the only way the company could protect the value that we offer but also as we spread our wings in the sub-region, it allows a more replicable outcome. So that's how the company is designed to be as agile enough to still keep that value where people at home may not afford it, but somebody paying $760 a year for a comprehensive care plan is cheaper than a plane ticket. So the value proposition remains high. He said it perfectly. The current market is so bare, and in order to control that quality of care circle, as Ishmael mentions, you have to understand and control all of the elements within it. That's what's so important about InnovaRx. Healthcare in the Gambia, as in much of West Africa, is fragmented, inconsistent, and only about 4% of people have insurance. So the cost of quality care is usually a hurdle. That means that basic chronic illnesses like diabetes and hypertension go undertreated, which has a direct impact on life expectancy. Like I mentioned earlier, Gambians today can only expect to live to be around 60 years old, which means most won't live long enough to meet their grandchildren. 
Ishmael Baji and his team at InnovaRx Global Health are meeting these many layered health challenges with a tech-enabled health platform. By leveraging telemedicine, point of care testing, and a unique business model, Baji is building an ecosystem of preventative health for Gambians and the greater West African subregion. India, I just love how Baji and his team are thinking differently about you know, just a care ecosystem and how uh, he's really thinking about preventative care and prescriptions and pharmacy and chronic disease in a way that, you know, we really haven't, we haven't seen in the U.S., we haven't seen in Western Europe. Um, he's taking his learnings. I just love how he's taking his learnings from North Carolina uh, as someone from the, the Gambian diaspora and really creating something that doesn't exist elsewhere, something more holistic than we're seeing in other parts of the world. Absolutely. That's that's why this is so important. And that's, you know, he's created a global solution, which is just critical. Uh, I can talk about this all day, but I've I've talked about InnovaRx, which if anyone wants more information, you can visit startuphealth.com slash InnovaRx. Now, I'm excited to hear about Aber. Logan, what have they created? So India, when asked to explain the market forces underpinning his company called Aver, CEO Bill Nordmark likes to talk about a $500 bag of peanuts. Here's how he explained it to me. Imagine if you bought an airplane ticket, India, but you didn't know the price of the ticket when you took off. When you landed, you started to get bills from every single person that you interacted with during the flight. $1,000 for the baggage handler, $2,000 for the ticket agent, $500 for those peanuts, and then a mystery $10,000 airport usage bill. So thankfully, this isn't how airlines operate. The price of an airline ticket bundles together all the services required for the whole experience of getting from point A to point B. It is, however, precisely how healthcare handles billing. Surprise bills, mysterious facilities fees, and fluctuating prices have become the norm. In fact, according to Nordmark, healthcare seems to be just about one of the only industries that hasn't figured out how to bundle payments efficiently so that customers can pay for outcomes, for what they're getting, rather than paying for a confusing list of fees and line items. With Aver, Nordmark is working to change all of that and bring what's called value-based payments or value-based business models to healthcare. Now, India, this should sound familiar because it's not like healthcare hasn't been trying to make the switch from paying for services to paying for outcomes and value. It's been a primary objective of the healthcare system, at least at the federal level, for more than a decade. And it goes back even further than that, way back to the, the time of HMOs and capitated payments uh, in the 1970s. But the current emphasis and language around value-based care goes back to around 2010. Most people generally agree that if we can figure out how to pay for outcomes rather than for services, we'll incentivize preventative medicine, we'll have less overprescribing, we'll be more efficient, and we could improve care while lowering costs. But the status quo business models for healthcare are hard habits to break, it turns out. Here's Bill explaining at a recent Health Transformer showcase a reason why it's been so hard to make value-based care a reality. The payer provider landscape is really difficult to contract. So understanding what's in and what's out of value-based programs and how you're going to structure those uh, and the analytics to accomplish those is extremely, extremely challenging. The other is the uh, technology infrastructure that is out there is completely built on fee-for-service rails. So the, the value point a number of years ago of real-time adjudication 
does not drive towards the value of uh, a value-based care model. Basically, what Bill's saying is that while there's been a desire to transition healthcare to a value-based model where we pay for outcomes, the administrative systems in place just haven't supported it. Even though there are macro savings to be found in fee for value, as they call it, short term, it has just cost way too much to make the switch. And that is where AVR comes in. So Incomes AVR, we are the largest platform uh, in the market to uh, provide end-to-end solutions across payers, providers, and what we call condition-specific businesses. Uh, across four sectors. So we are the only platform that allows uh, these organizations to design any value-based program on our tool set. Uh, We have an um, analytics engine that takes historical data. uh, So for payer customers, they can design a tool set. They can run two years of claims history. They can actually see live, had they been doing this program over the past two years, what the outcome of that program would have been in real time. Once they understand the outcome of the program, they can uh, then forward model uh, how they want these value-based programs to function by modeling which providers should be participating, which providers are best cost and quality, what target metrics should be run. uh, And this is in a full prospective retrospective cap model scenario. We then have a solution to help, help payer and providers negotiate and implement these contracts. We build networks. Uh, and we drive those networks down to d- individual care teams uh, that allow achievement of these uh, value-based contracts. And we have the only engine that actually processes and administers value payments prospectively, retrospectively, and to end. So that solution as a whole, which is extremely flexible, it delivers on the promise to enable Um, all of the different types of value-based programs that are in the market. So if you think about the optimal future uh, of where healthcare needs to go, there will still be some fee-for-service, but there will be a mix of value-based programs of bundles, capitation, total cost of care, global budget. That can sound pretty technical, but the idea is relatively simple. AVR has built the flexible administrative support needed to help any organization transition to value-based care, paying for outcomes rather than for services. How do they do it? Among other things, AVR pours over enterprise-level health data to identify opportunities for reducing cost variance, for improving provider behavior, for designing episodes of care. Think of episodes of care like that bundled airline ticket we talked about. The data-crunching digital platform assesses where billing can be bundled, and how to find other efficiencies within the system. And then Avers platform feeds that data and a thousand more data points like it to the right users in an actionable dashboard. Nordmark describes it as unlocking a provider or payer's day-to-day business. What's really radical here is that Aver is enabling massive healthcare systems to completely change their business models. In a system where you just get paid every time someone comes in to see the doctor or for a procedure, there's just very little incentive to have the patient see the doctor less or have less done. AVR is helping reorient our thinking around paying for care. Of course, we haven't gotten to care costing zero just yet, but by changing the incentives and prioritizing preventative medicine, who knows what costly care we can eliminate entirely. Actually, Bill has some pretty concrete examples on this front of what we can save. One of our payers that we worked with conducted 523 knee replacements in a prospective episode 
And the prospective episode we administered for them in, in the year of 2020 uh, on uh, 523 knee replacements saved $7 million in medical spend. That was an enormous savings just on 523 procedures alone. Um, we see that organization over the next two years saving near $50 million a year on uh, about 30% growth year over year of those procedures. The numbers are pretty dramatic when you line up the administrative pieces necessary to power value-based care, where we're focused on paying for positive outcomes versus just paying for procedures. India, I wish we had more time to talk about the founders in the cost to zero moonshot. There are dozens upon dozens of innovative companies figuring out smart ways to cut costs and by doing so, opening up access to care to really millions more people. If uh, you, the listener, want to explore these companies on your own time, we created a special filter on our portfolio page, which is startuphealth.com slash portfolio, where you can peruse all the companies in our portfolio tackling this health moonshot. Accredited investors can also directly invest in this and our other 11 health moonshots through our impact fund. All the details for that are at healthmoonshots.com. India, thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back next week with more stories from the entrepreneurs and innovators reimagining the future of health. See you then.